0: Minus 15. Respect all, fear none. Into the upper deck.
1: Intensity is not a perfume. Oh, mercy. Five, four, three, two, one.
0: Another Beltway Battle, another National Series win. Paul Mancano and Bobby Blanco talking after the Battle of the Beltways, Beltway Battle, Masson Cup, whatever you want to call it, on the Masson All Access podcast. Bobby, what's your preferred nomenclature? Can I I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of the Masson Cup.
1: Why? This is, I don't know. This is just my seventh year at Masson. Is it because it's not a literal cup? And that's part of it. I feel like we talked about this the last time they played, too. We, like a month we ago. touched on Maybe. it. Maybe. Um, but that was a new There show. is no actual cup. Yeah. Um, also, I guess th- this is my seventh year, and you were the first one that I've heard call it that. And you, this is your your third year he- year here at Madison.
0: Yeah, i I heard other people call really? it really. Uh,
1: yeah, the, the entire time I've been here, it's always been the Battle of the Beltways, the Beltway Battle. Um, that's, the, that's it. The 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 ninety five the ninety five I two ninety five rivalry. You yeah, know, the that have Nats a ring to it. the Madison Cup.
0: We should first off. I, I, I think we need to put a portion of our budget. Um, because, you know, the Mass and All Access podcast has a huge budget. At Olivia Witherite. At Olivia Witherite, who we'll have on the show, by the way, at some point. Oh, down oh the line, Uh And buy a Mass and Cup. I mean, have it engraved, and it should stay in either D.C. or Baltimore, depending on who wins the series. Yeah. The issue is, if they split the series, what happens? It stays. Um, What's the middle town between Baltimore and D.C.? Columbia. Columbia. Columbia, Maryland? we got to find some uh, safe house in Columbia. And just put it on a glass case. That's even
1: closer to 95, though. I feel like it's got to find a, uh, a town off I 295. That's more the right. road that's directly between Elkridge. the two. Uh, Elkridge, yeah, maybe. I was thinking um, uh, maybe Glen
0: Burnie ish. Glen Burnie, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I don't know. A, a real cup will be cool. I think they'll make. So, though. You, what? you have experience with cups and winning them. Yes, I do. Recently. <laughs> Shockingly
1: so. so. Um, <laughs> But what other like? That's I feel like it's a very college sports thing to do, and I guess European soccer thing. Like, what? I don't. Is there a professional American professional rivalry that has a trophy? I don't think so.
0: That's a good question. That yeah, because I don't know if you can. Like, Major League Baseball can't like sanction a trophy. Yeah, but would they get mad but, at us for having a trophy? That's right. What was question. the What would the harm be though having a trophy? Because they want one trophy. like Yeah,
1: and they would want a sponsor for it. Yeah.
0: yeah like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. The, the
1: Sprite Massing Cup presented by Subway.
0: If you want Sprite and Subway, if you're listening, you can uh, yeah. hop on that uh, sponsorship. Uh, yeah, but I think, I mean, how big are we talking here? Just like, you know, like the Stanley Cup, just yeah. the actual cup
1: okay. on the top of size. Can,
0: yeah. Can we drink from it? The thing is, because we work for Mass and we cover both Well, there's
1: nothing teams. stopping us from getting a cup and just sharing it, like you said. That's well, what, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not like an actual official cup shared between the teams. Right. Yeah, um, like we would keep it in our office at Nats Park versus we would keep it here in the web exactly. at Camden Yards. Yeah. And, um, then, and, and if they split it,
0: uh, <laughs> my parents' Melted house down? in Silver Spring, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Um, I think melt it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we tried. What did <laughs> it <didn't> do? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's worth a try. Uh, and the good thing is because, because we cover both teams, we can enjoy the spoils of victory no matter who wins. Right. So we can drink from that cup, whether the Orioles win the series or the Nationals. It should honestly be split
1: between like Rocco Baccos, versus Marcus Zuckerman and Byron and Kerr, Byron whichever Kerr. team wins. That group writing, that pair of writers gets to hold the cup and and, and
0: celebrate it and share it. And okay. if it's split, then it stays in the studio with us. But I feel like that's now that's the MassinSports.com cup. If we're talking, what about Dan Colco, okay, Bob we, Carpenter, yeah. P. Santangelo? I mean, well, that's, but, that's the thing. So we could bring up know, the whole and, and so Gary, all the writers, Gima all the broadcasters,
1: you know, yeah. it'd be like one of those things. If, you know, if the O's win it one year, yeah. then Rock, Steve, Mike Bordick, Gary yeah. Thorne, Jim Hunter, Jim Palmer, um, Tom Davis. Yeah. Um, and who else? There's no on reporter. Rick Dempsey. Uh, Rick Dempsey. They all get to like, you know, share. You know, they get to spend a day with the cup for a year or like a week with the cup or something like that until, until the following season.
0: I have a feeling we're going to propose this and they're going to be like. No, what the heck are you guys talking who, about? Who <laughs> are you? <Yeah. laughs> why are Mostly you in, who are you? Why are you in the booth? <laughs> we're like, um, we're the producers. <laughs> we have a cute, mass in all access. You little podcast. No, thank you guys. You guys make no, up our, our loyal listener base, so thank you. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely terrific. <laughs> we are a legit operation, I swear. I really swear. The massing cup is not legit, but the wins were for the Nationals this season. Taking five out of six. They didn't play four this year, they played six games two three game series first one is in Balt was in baltimore the second one was in dc nationals uh you th- the orioles got a win in the weirdest of all those games which was uh two days ago the rain delay uh, that's took not, longer than the actual game. nothing
1: better than a rain delay that's longer than the actual game yeah could you imagine how quickly would have been home had there been no rain delay it was like what oh, i have it right here it was two hours and two hours minutes? and 34 minutes 34 minutes so we, w- we would have been out of there by 10 o'clock
0: Instead, so, we didn't even start playing again until 11th, a little after 11. Not to digress too much, but quickly, this is a conversation that we had while we were in the press box, just waiting for some kind anything. of anything, the rain to stop. Why is five innings the magical cutoff point?
1: Great question. This is a good topic. I like
0: why this. is is five innings, uh, that, why does that make a baseball game? I know it's more than half. Uh But, I mean, why can't they just end this, you know, say, you know what, it's going to be raining for two hours and 34 minutes. Let's pick this up tomorrow in the middle of the fourth inning or wherever they were. Um, Why can't they do that? I don't understand why. Like, who
1: this is one of those we were just talking about the World Cup and and crazy rules that you don't like soccer which is a whole different topic that's fine at me that's fine Um, but this is just one of those old I feel like old timey baseball rules like this is always how it's been this is how it's always going to be and we're just not going to touch it and leave it alone and it's just so outdated it's like there's the only reason I can think of why it makes sense is to not ruin a starter or to spoil a starter. But you've already, by going into a delay, you've already spoiled that start. So there's no harm in just picking up in the fourth, the third, whatever it may be.
0: Well, that's why it may have been more of a thing back then because maybe they were less worried about throwing a guy out there after an hour rain delay, whereas now they're extra careful and, you know, they... Maybe thirty years ago, they were like, "All right, you ran. You know, you had your starting pitcher pitch three innings. It, we it, you took an hour off, but you can throw him back out there." Right. Yeah. So but, that's yeah, true. And nowadays, I, pitchers can't do that. Right. So you've, not supposed you supposed But you that. brought it up. But you ruined the start anyway. Yeah. So, so what's the point?
1: Yeah. You have to go get an emergency starter. There's like crazy rules that like if you're playing the 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 makeup game the day after, or you, have, you need 24 hours notice in advance to pull up the 26th man, something like that. Right. So you know, if you play the next, if you're just picking up the next day and whatever inning it may be, you're already down a starter. Then you have to throw in an emergency starter. So you're technically down two players at that point and it just shortens the bench. And I guess maybe quality of game, maybe because that hurts the quality of the game, but you're only playing at that point, half a game anyway. So what's, I don't know. It's, it's an outdated thing. I think I I see no harm. If someone can tell me why this is the reason why, and this is a valid reason, then I can maybe get on board, but I just don't see the
0: harm. And yeah. just, all right, you know what? It's going to rain. Let's just stop here. We'll pick up tomorrow. For my own ignorance, explain this to me. If, say, it had continued to rain through endlessly, through the night, and they only had those three or four innings under their belts, then they would have to start that game over, correct? Yes, yes. So that what, game would not get Mark, Mark Trumbo would not have that home run. So those none of those stats count? Nope. Nothing in that game counts? Nope. That's ridiculous. Nothing that
1: happened in the first four innings would have counted. So Mark Trumbo has now homered in two straight games. Had they rescheduled that game, it yeah. would only be one game. Right. He would have lost
0: that home run. Which also for, you know, people to understand, I guess, more, sometimes people, fans get upset when there's a tarp on the field, but there's no rain before a game because they want to avoid that kind of situation. right? Because they know that rain is coming and they're going to have to start the game over because the rain is going to start and not stop. Right. Um it's such a just a weird rule. I, I'm just not a fan of it. I think if you play even a half inning and it starts raining, you pick it up the next
1: And inning. baseball's so tricky because it's a game that's played outdoors that can't be played in the rain. Yeah. And when you do that, when you put the tarp on the field and say we're not starting because there's impending rain coming yeah. and then it never rains, Yeah. that looks bad too. Exactly. So here's another thought. Here's another argument that people throw out when talking about rain delays. What's your thought on every... Stadium should have a retractable roof no, at this point no. in 2018. We had, those, we
0: had that conversation as well. I, just, I, I don't think. I so. agree with you. Baseball is an outdoor sport. Um, and frankly, like. But, but the argument is
1: that it's an outdoor sport. That It's the only outdoor sport that can't be played in the rain. Right. So you should always have backup. Like. I mean, I like the Astro Stadium. Uh, who else? Um, uh, Minnesota? Miami, no, yeah. no, Miami Stadium's not that great. Milwaukee? Milwaukee.
0: Um, I'm just trying to name all retractable The roofs Rangers?
1: The Rangers have retractable roof?
0: Uh, I like those They uh, they can look
1: nice And still have a retractable roof I don't know
0: I I mean I think I think the Astros are the exception I I really can't think of That many stadiums That look good With a retractable roof
1: Uh, uh, Toronto Toronto That's what I was thinking Toronto (laughs) uh, Apparently Toronto I've never been to Rogers Centre But apparently it's beautiful And has a retractable roof And they also
0: No they play on real grass But it's such a No they play on turf First off, it's it's ridiculously expensive. I yes, think, no, no, I, I understand money is an issue. Um, and second off, I don't know. I I think it's of the stadiums that have retractable roofs, more are ugly than better looking. I think the one in Houston is a uh, an anomaly. I don't. I really don't think that. I mean, uh, you free feel free to look them up yourselves, but I I haven't been to a lot of these ballparks. No, I neither have I. But I've
1: just heard great thi- I've heard you great know, things about Houston and right. Toronto.
0: Just accept though, you're never gonna get another ballpark like Camden Yards.
1: Oh yeah, I no. mean that sucks. No, no and, put, <laughs> and putting a roof on Camden Yards would be a sin. Exactly, I didn't get that. No, yeah. I'm on your side, Paul. I'm just I'm just saying. Here's the argument. Here's the argument right. that's being put forth because. This is not a conversation if we're not arguing something because right. we're agreeing on this topic. So I'm just saying <laughs> this is the argument. You know what? I'm agreeing <laughs> so hard with you right this now. This is the me. argument that's been put forth to us, yeah. and this is what we're saying, countering. Yeah, you cannot put a, a, a roof on Camden Yards, Fenway Park, um, Yankee Stadium, maybe, but old Yankee Stadium, yeah. <laughs> uh, PNC Park, AT and T Park, yes. Great American Ballpark, all those great, great ballpark yeah. stadiums. You can't. No, it, that would be a sin. It'd be a slap in the baseball God's face so exactly That's, um, but I think there was something to be said that it's this day and age with all these rain delays and cancellations and then you know you don't want to have to play double hitters in September and when you're in a pennant race or, yeah. or God forbid have to reschedule an extra game after the season ends before the playoffs like and have that matter and count yeah. towards standings and stuff um, well it's tricky because yeah. it is the only game or sport that can't be played in rain
0: well it was a whole issue back in 2008 in the World Series and they yep. had to change the rules about you know a, a- playoff game has to be nine innings you can't call a world series game if it's three to two in the sixth inning yep um because that would just be dumb (laughs) yeah uh but yeah but and you also shouldn't call a so back to the argument about the innings
1: game why we can't just pick up where we are Mm -hmm. do you agree that okay we've passed the fifth inning the home team is up three to two it's gonna rain all night game over yeah do you agree yes, with that rule? I do. Okay, you because don't agree that we should pick up and give the away team another no. chance because
0: they technically still have right. three innings to play. Yeah, no, I think, I think it's done. Okay. But, uh, <sighs> I think you can't have it both ways. You, you think I can't say it's done? Like, no, 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 I think you play. can't. No, I, I think, I mean,
1: if you think these are two separate things, let me know. I think you can't say it's stupid to, call, to restart a game if it's not past the fifth, yeah. that you should be able to pick up from whatever point in the game. Yeah. But if that's your case, then I think you should also you should also whoa you should also have to play the entire, the
0: entire game. game. You can't call yeah, a game a or, you can't call a game early. I'm a hypocrite. Um, is that is that is that a fair? Yeah, that's fair. It's it's annoying though because think about all the reschedules. What about a reschedule that it has a half inning to play? Like if the home team is down and you have yeah, what you if, call it in the middle of the ninth? What if it's a seven nothing game and it's yeah and it's called in the right before the top of the ninth. Ain't
1: baseball great. Anything can happen. But
0: you're telling me that if, if the Angels and the Orioles had to make up a half inning, that they would try have, to, and it's September, God forbid, they yeah. would have to find a time for one team to fly across the country to play a half inning.
1: If one of those teams is in a pennant race and needs, or I guess the home team, if, if the home team is in a pennant race and needs the win, I'm sure they would want to play that game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but also think how crazy at half inning, Think how crazy the story would that be if the home team scored eight runs in, yes. <laughs> and a rescheduled half Here's inning the
0: thing, Bobby, and won the game. I know baseball's crazy. I know stuff crazy stuff happens every day. That's never gonna happen. That would just not happen.
1: Mark it down. Today's June twenty second, twenty eighteen. When that if and when that event happens, everyone at
0: Paul Mancano First on off, Twitter. We'd have to change the rule and then <laughs> that would have to at happen. At Paul Mancano on Twitter. Uh, give me all that, all that hate. Uh, good thing we spent the first, what, 20 minutes of the podcast talking about the weather. Good thing we also or have a timer in front of us because I have no clue how long that was. Okay. There are clocks all around, Bobby. I don't know if you know. You're wearing a watch, which I'm not. I you have a phone. You have a computer. I there are ways to
1: determine the hour of day. Correct. But did not check what time we started recording this.
0: Uh, okay, fair You just enough.
1: said go, and we started. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: This is true. And, and like I said at the beginning, it's a very professional operation yes, we run. Correct, correct. Let's talk about those Orioles, because uh, they, as mentioned, they did just come off of a 2-3 to three series loss to the Nationals. This is down. why we're here. This uh, is why we're here. The, the, once again, uh, Kevin Gaussman, uh, upsetting fact that he had a good outing, solid outing, gave up just two runs, and ended up, Losing that game. Didn't take the loss, uh, but ended up losing that game. Uh, it is one of the weirder stories, I think, that, and one of the stories that we would not be able to predict is when these uh, starters do have good outings, they get wasted. Because it seemed like last year that was never the case. The offense was always there to back them up in whatever way. And now Dylan Bundy and Kevin Gaussman are the two biggest uh, you know, victims of this of wasted good starts.
1: Yeah, last year was we know what the offense would give you. What's the pitching going to give you? If you got good pitching, probably going to be a W for the O's. If you didn't get good pitching, the offense is really going to have to pick up the slack. Right. Um, what's more disappointing from the finale against the Nats, the fact that they wasted a good Gosman start, or the fact that they wasted an opportunity to beat Max Scherzer because they got to Max and they they got a lead um, and early. They,
0: yeah, and they not or just the best pitchers, if not the best pitcher in all of baseball right now. And you still couldn't put it away. And their two runs, I believe, were solo homers. Yep. uh, Which Max does give up the long ball. If he's giving up runs, it's usually going to come via homer. They also hit numerous balls deep to the warning track, it seemed like. They were squaring up pitches. Yes, they were. Uh, And it was, yeah, very upsetting that they couldn't get to Max Scherzer. Very different from the first time they faced Max Scherzer this season, which he was untouchable. Right. Double-digit strikeouts, went eight innings. This time, they actually got to him, and it, yeah, it's it's frustrating. I don't know which is more frustrating, the fact that they wasted a start from Gosman, or they almost got to Scherzer. Probably the fact that they wasted a start from Gosman, because at this point, I feel bad for the guy. He's 3-6. and six, His ERA is under 4.5, so a pretty good season for him so far, but a losing record. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you, because I think it's, they kind of go hand-in-hand, hand, like m- Kevin Gosselin went toe-to-toe with Max Scherzer, yeah. and you didn't get him a W. That, that's right. unfortunate for him. So I think that's the more disappointing fact. But also think of it this way. you, The Orioles only see Max may, once, maybe twice. in this, this year, in this case, it was twice a, twice a year. Mm-hmm. And if one of those times, like you said, you get beat up, the second time around, you actually get to him, and you still can't get a W. That's got to be very frustrating for the team as well, especially the hitters. Um, Colby Rasmus, in his return from the DL, hits a home run, and uh, Mark Trumbo, like I said earlier, hits home runs for the uh, second straight day. day. Yeah, um, yeah, it's frustrating. And, and like you also mentioned, we were talking about it last night uh, in the press box. They were squaring them up, hitting deep, hitting balls deep and hard. I mean, we thought a couple of those were going to be long balls. It could have easily been like three or four to nothing early um but yeah it's, it's frustrating on both sides i, I do feel for kevin gosman I, I, and his team has got to feel for him too like you know they kind of let him down maybe yeah. a little bit because it's getting to a point because we also talk about how kevin gosman he struggles in the first half of the season and he's he did show early this yeah. year but he's gotten together quite much much better what is he now um uh, his record's not on here three Right, three
0: and now. six um and that's not really that, like i said that's not particularly indicative
1: right of, uh, of, of how well he's pitching and and pitchers' win-loss records aren't, really aren't. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's so, yeah. you know what? It's just kind of how the way this Orioles season is going.
0: Yeah. The last uh, two starts, he's gone for two starts ago against the Marlins. He went five and two-thirds, gave up two runs, uh, and the last start he went uh, six innings against the Nationals and gave up two runs. One of the better hitting, hitting teams in baseball. He's had three straight quality starts as well and has gotten exactly zero wins out of it and one loss. What are the O's in those three games? They are 0 and three. Yeah. That's also, un, that's uh, unfortunate. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Also, to talk about you know the offense not backing them up. The, it looked like you know the Orioles offense might not get back to shape, but have a more respectable season that you know looked like more like the team we saw last year. At least offensively, they were in the month of May. They were hitting two thirty eight as a team, so pretty bad still, but not horrific. That has changed significantly. They're hitting 213 in the month of June. They have 19 homers, so they're still hitting a fair number of home runs. But a 213 batting average is shocking. You talk about
1: team living and dying from the long ball, and we've said this about the Orioles for the past couple of years, but this is truly
0: living or dying by the long ball. Well, look at the game last night. Two solo homers. If they had anybody on base, anybody. Yeah. Yep. So and that's, you're not going to win baseball games like that. We're, we're
1: accustomed to not, not only the Orioles hitting home runs, but big ones, like two, three run homers, grand yeah. slams, you know, the grand slam every once in a while. And when they're just solo shots, that's great and all that's good for that individual player, but it's not a big boost on the scoreboard. Just that one run, you know, you hope you can manufacture runs other ways and they're, they they can not find a way to do it. And when the pitching isn't there and the hitting isn't scoring in bunches, it's just not going to not a good equation to win baseball games, ball.
0: Not at all. Uh, right now, this team still in last place, 20, 21 and 52. Only a few weeks remaining before the All-Star game. We talked about Manny Machado should be an All-Star. Obviously, every team deserves, you know, every team gets an All-Star. That's the rule. But Manny Machado would make the All-Star game regardless of whether the Orioles needed one or not.
1: He's leading the American League in votes at shortstop. He actually doubled his lead um, this past week. Um, Voting updates will be sent for the American League, I believe, every Tuesday. So check out massinsports.com for the latest voting updates every week. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Manny's going to be the All-Star. The question is, can they sneak in another one? And it's tough when you're however many games below 500 to get more than one All-Star team. Uh, Our player, thirty games, thirty-one games under five hundred. I I would make a case for Adam Jones. He's sneaky, having an OK season. He's he's the only one, though, Paul. I I see you making that face. Yeah. If we're gonna make a case for anyone else besides Manny Machado to make the All-Star game, it would be Adam Jones. He's hitting. He's hitting
0: above three hundred since the start of May. Right. Um, Two ninety-two on the season. Ten homers. It's second right, team
1: in homers. Yeah. It's um, right
0: in line with what he usually does. Yeah. just About every season. Mm,
1: his defense has slipped a little bit. Not playing the Gold Glove caliber center field that we're accustomed to. But yeah. I think that's just kind of a wear and tear yep. of the daily grind. Uh, but you know, however bad this team has been together, Adam Jones is. Once again, putting together a solid season. That That's why he's here. He's the captain, and um, he's leading this team you know, through the thick and thin. So, yeah. good or bad, he, he's still out there performing.
0: So, I don't know if that you know necessarily warrants an all-star appearance, but I I'm agree. Not saying
1: it does, but if there's a next person in line to, yeah. from this team, it would be Adam.
0: Dylan Bundy has been the best starter on the staff. 381 ERA, but still losing record, and 381 ERA is probably not going to get you there.
1: Now, that two or three-game stretch really... Brought him down without those two or three games when he yeah. got shelled by the Royals here at Camden Yards. That really brought, shot his ERA up. Um, without those, you know, he'd probably be in line. And be, I would hope that voters would look past right. a win-loss record because he has been pitching well besides that stretch.
0: Frankly, the fact that his ERA is that low, given how bad those two games went, including the one where he did not retire a batter and gave up seven runs, the fact that his ERA is still respectable after an outing like that—they yeah. can destroy your ERA at this point in the season—is kind of remarkable. Yeah,
1: through the first month, he was going toe to toe with Chris Sale. Yeah, in terms of ERA in the American League. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, those starts probably going to weigh him down, and he—he would be the only pitcher, but uh, I don't think he's going to be able to gonna make the cut this year. Yeah, and he will, which is unfortunate for me too, because he was my prediction. I, I predicted he would—he would make the All-Star team this year.
0: Is that, was, that, your that, was my, that
1: was my preseason prediction. Yeah,
0: yeah. I said Manny, uh, Scope and Dylan. I believe Scope. We talked about him on our last podcast. Has been quietly very disappointing. Uh, yeah. So far this season, uh, two oh nine average. It's, it's gone up and uh, it went up for a little bit of time. Looked like he was going to start hitting again, and then this past series offered really nothing offensively. Um, and his defense. The 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 other thing that um, you know. Machado does lead in terms of shortstops. His defense in the series against the Nationals, I thought maybe part of it was the weird rain delay. Um it slipped for and it, you know you thought Machado was going to start to get a handle on shortstop. I don't know if he's fully gotten that grasp on the position yet.
1: It's yeah. I mean he's playing for the first time full time since he was in the minors. What it's now six years ago, six seven years ago, uh, it's a tough position. It's that's the reason you put your best player there. Um, I think he's handled it well, though. He's you know he's not perfect, but he he's made some tough plays there. There's a couple tip drill plays uh, with Danny Valencia over yeah. there. Um, uh, he's Manny Machado. He is when he's on his game. He's one of the best defenders in all of baseball. Uh, I I think he, he, the fact that he's having a very good offensive year too is kind of also. Not his shortcomings, but, you know, masking that he hasn't been all that great at short, but he's still playing, yeah. you know, above par.
0: Yeah, exactly. And one more thing I want to touch on is, sadly, almost Zach Britton might be a, an all-star at this point if he, you know, had uh, the, the amount the of Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he has looked good since he has come back. Um, I don't think he's allowed to run yet. The weird thing that happened uh, two nights ago uh, during the one game of that series that the Orioles won, that rain delay, was having Zach Britton come in in the eighth, get through the eighth, and get the first out in the ninth, and then get pulled for Brad Brock uh, in a 3 nothing game. I, I think I think you can
1: look at it as a positive, though, the fact that he was able to go an inning plus. You know, we talked to, we had Matt Parison on, and, and, he, and he was talking about how he's very interested how the Orioles are going to handle Zach Britton coming out of the pen and being back from injury. Um, you know, they don't want to overwork him, but they also want him to get him out there enough to, one, get his routine back and get comfortable playing in the majors again, and two, showing that he can still pitch as to be a possible trade chip. Yeah. Um, and I think the fact that he was able to go an inning plus and he was facing Bryce Harper, another left-handed hitter, so that's why he was out there and he, he struck him out. I I think that's a good sign. It's clear that they're
0: being conservative with them at this point. And
1: then, going more than an inning in a single outing, I think is a good sign that Zach Britton—he's—he's definitely not 100 percent back
0: to his full normal self, but he's closer maybe than I probably would have expected him to be. It was just an interesting, curious situation, I think, because I, you know, we fully kind of expected people to—we expected Buck to keep him in there if he was going to try to finish off the save brought Brock in Brock loaded the bases but then was able to get out of it and it almost got disastrous
1: it almost did it, it, it got to the point where uh, with the bases loaded and two outs and a three nothing lead yeah like he's either gonna end the game on one swing or strike out and end the game so yeah. and that's exactly what happened brought Brad, Brad Brock got the strikeout to end the game um it, it got edge it got a little uncertain there for a second but um I think Zach Britton was a highlight in that instance and we were sitting there wondering why he wasn't Brian Britton wasn't going to finish the ninth, but um, I think it was probably a good call, just to, just to ease him back into it, face the left-handed hitters, and and then get him out of there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The Orioles did end up winning that game, but still lost two to th- two out of three to the Nationals. They go down to Atlanta this, week, this weekend to start a series against the Braves. Braves have been absolutely terrific. We talk about them on our Nats podcast most of the time, but uh, they are... At the top of the NL East, surprisingly. surprisingly. Hey, hey,
1: Jinx, yo, Minnesota. No, thank you. Okay. Uh,
0: and uh, they are a good, young, fun team. Another challenging test for the Orioles.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. They, the Braves are good at home, too. Um, if you couldn't tune in to watch anything, just tune in to watch American League pitchers bat. <laughs> That's <laughs> always fun as the Orioles continue away the Interleague Series. Um, Is that the only selling point you
0: got for us, <laughs> Chris Davis is back. Chris Davis is
1: back a lot. Yeah, if that if you want to watch Chris Davis go at bat and play first base, Kobe Rasmus seven o'clock on Mass and two.
0: Yeah, Kobe Rasmus has looked uh, good in his first start. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he can keep
1: it up too. But coming back from injury, you never know. I I always feel like when people come back from injury, they do really well for like a game or two, and then they kind of fall back to the mean.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And also one more we got to touch on Steve Wilkerson making his first. MLB start a day after making his major league debut. Uh, A story of a guy who was supposed to maybe compete for a utility spot this year and ended up getting suspended back in December, tested clean through the whole season, and then in December gets uh, tested and uh, is positive for uh, a banned substance, which ended up in a 50-game suspension. He comes back. Made a nice play at third. Made a really nice diving stop at third. Could end up being with... We'll see how long Tim Beckham remains out, but could end up being a good utility guy the rest of the way. I think Tim Beckham's supposed to be back
1: tomorrow, which would be Saturday. Tomorrow. I th- well, I, I, we heard uh, Rockabacca reporting from Nats Park all week, and C. Molesky, um, saying that uh, Tim Beckham will be a re- evaluated to come back starting Saturday. So gotcha. Tim Beckham's inching his way back. But yeah, uh, I was like, you know, the cool part about... Our job and just baseball in general is seeing guys make their debuts. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a weird situation that he made his debut in the ninth inning of a rain delayed game. Right. But yeah. still, it doesn't you know take away the fact that you, you made it. And exactly. obviously, he had a r- tough road getting there with the suspension and then getting his first start too and making a nice defensive stop. Uh, that's that's always really cool to see. And yeah. you're you root for a guy like that despite the suspension yeah. stuff. And,
0: and one tiny more thing, brother, I'll sneak in Corbin and Caleb joseph playing together the yes. hashtag brosives. very cool um yeah uh very cool yeah um debuts bros playing together and baseball great credit to hannah broder for coming up with uh, the brosives the brosives uh that's about it we have to talk about uh tune into the game tonight seven thirty such a weird start time but of course those extra starts at seven because
1: they're in atlanta but not actually in atlanta right the state, the new the, <laughs> that
0: one. Wow, that went way over Paul's head. The new stadium is wow, not, in not in this, Atlanta. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's in. Has uh, what's? In, what does Mark refer it? Unincorporated Atlanta.
0: Yeah. Um. By the way, I, I saw. I is, is Migos from Atlanta? Yes. Okay. Oh boy. I was I did not recognize a drawing of Migos and got a lot of crap from. A it's filmmaker. not a drawing. It's a meme. It was a it was a picture. It was that somebody had drawn. Oh. Yeah You should listen to Migos do Walking in my pocket I've heard that Oh he does that song okay. Yes he. It's
1: a group of three people Paul
0: We gotta sign okay. off <laughs> <laughs> Well that just about does it For the All All Says Podcast uh, Bobby what's your Twitter handle At Bobby underscore Blanco I Paul, am Paul what's yours uh, At Paul Mancano Be sure to listen to us SoundCloud Google App- Play Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. Yes Paul We're getting through it Facebook Music No that's not a place Not uh, yet Not yet uh, yeah, anywhere that you can find Napster. Podcasts. Napster. <laughs> Friendster, find us on LinkedIn.